and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, the general topic podcast that takes a topic each week and as the name suggests, Cast Views. This week I'm super excited and I mean both of those words because I've got first timers for me on my pod. I've got Slade and Joey from Game Club Pod and two blokes from Blighty's. Say hi to the both of you. Hi Dan, how are you Hello Dan, it's good to talk to you again. I've been meaning to get you on for ages and it was about finding kind of the right topic because I didn't necessarily want to talk about video games. What I've always done in the past is get a guest on, talk about something linked to them and then get them on again for something completely random. But I thought for you two, especially with two blokes from Blighty, thought there's a really random mix anyway there <laughs> to sort of do something random chose a perfect subject got josh uh, from talking smack on it he's now unable to to be a part of today's episode so i'm not going to say what that subject was because i'm going to keep it for all of you because i think it's a, it's a great one but i just wanted to mention that we were going to have josh because joey i want you to do your impression forget about it it's nothing <laughs> like josh <laughs> I've not Sorry, spoken Josh, to me. him. I've not spoken to him um, over voice since we started doing the forget about it, <laughs> Chicago Josh. So I'm a bit worried that when he does it, he's going to see red and just go. But uh, <laughs> he's too nice to do that. Although he did pop back at Tim and uh, did maybe the worst British accent I've ever heard. But it was very funny. I did get a message from him before the episode saying, just in advance, Dan, apology to all Brits for, you know, me hitting back at, at Tim and Jerry. And then heard the episode and messaged him straight away. I said, no, if it's taken, because I thought you were being Canadian. I, I thought so too. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to, to be mean to Josh. Hi, Josh. Love you. I can't wait for you, uh, for you to, to do that episode with us. So, uh, Slade, Joey, do you want to start off by telling everyone who possibly hasn't heard of, of your pod a little bit about what you do? Joey, do you want me to do the sales pitch or do you, you want to do, do the sales pitch? Do okay. the elevator pitch. Do, do the elevator pro- pitch. Slade has a really professional voice when he does this because every time I ask him to promote himself or the pod, he does it in the same verbal pattern with exactly the same wording. So he must have done it hundreds of times. That's because I've guessed it so many places. Like, yeah. People keep inviting me out. You're it's, just too hospitable. Lovely. That's all it is, Slade. That's Southern hospitality at its best. But uh, we're... Slade and Joey, two-thirds of the Game Club podcast, where once every two weeks we discuss a video game, not too dissimilar to a book club. You can find us at all your local podcast providers and the most sketchy one as well. And some sketchy ones is what I was impersonating while you were doing that. <laughs> um, we have an uh, episode every two weeks of our mainline show where the three of us get together and basically review a game similar to a book club. Uh, and then every other week, Slade will host Between Two Pods, where he has wonderful guests such as Dan um, come on and talk about their podcasts and just chew the fat and have a chat. And then every Wednesday you can get some, I don't even know how to describe the nonsense that Tim and I talk about. On, nonsense. Uh, two blokes from... Nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> every, every single Wednesday. So um, you'll always have two episodes of Game Club Pod unless we're doing yeah. an off week of Between Two Pods. A little uh, peek behind the curtain. At, at this time of recording, I'm still working on the edit. We had Josh and Talking Smack on for Between Two Pods, and it's going to be the longest episode we have overall. But it'll take some uh, take some work to dethrone the Casting yeah. Views episode as our top uh, listen to on, <laughs> on Good Pods. I'm going to be honest. I was so nervous before that because, yeah, I, I've just I've not been kind of on that side of it in terms of like, yeah, being being asked questions like that. It's, it's normally me having people on and throwing a question at them. But yeah, I was uh, quite nervous. Yeah, I'll look forward to to hearing Josh. I, yeah, uh, let's oh, battle it out, Josh. 
Jerry, that's such a two bloke from Blighty sales pitch for two bloke from Blighty from you there. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you anything that goes on because the regular bits we have are me mocking Tim's cryptocurrency woes. We talk about what do we think Tom Hanks is up to right now. That was a fun bit. Yeah, it's and we do a thing um, where we get people to send in their most insane stories that they hear that week. And uh, Tim and I designed the worst T-shirts you can ever imagine. And at the moment, Dan is winning the competition. <laughs> I'm um, so excited can, about this. You can choose which one of those terrible T-shirts we're going to send you, Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was listening to your episode this week and the story that, that was being said, because this is going to go out in a few weeks. So I think it was the... Um, ironically, I think it was from Josh again. It was uh... the... The, the kid from um, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Yeah. And I was already getting my defense ready as to why that shouldn't be better than mine. And then I was like, <laughs> I, was, I so want to win this t shirt. Um, <laughs> Don't but be yeah, too no, excited. You'll never wear it in public. <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> but seriously, yeah. So go check out Game Club Pod uh, Between Two Pods and yeah, Two Blokes from Blighty. All very different. And do you know what? Before we get into the episode, let's hear from, let's hear your voices now. Join me, Tim, and my co-hosts, Slade and Joey, at the Game Club podcast, where once every two weeks we review video games not too dissimilar from a book club. Find us on all your favourite podcast providers. Right, and we're back. So, no pressure on you, but this is actually going to be my season finale this episode so you know no pressure to make this sweating now this is yeah very high pressure slade yeah Uh, i I didn't want to say it but but no 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 yes uh, so i'm going to take a little break but there will be a little mini series i'm doing um to tide people over something different i'm going to do but no spoilers just yet the episode we've ended up in uh ended up on is kind of what if video games were real so by that I can't remember if it was Slade if it was you in the chat when um, he who shall not be named said he wasn't able to do it. I think you came up with the idea. We said about like um, game mechanics potentially applied to life. And so I thought about it. And I've always had an idea in the back of my head about, you know, yeah, what what if you woke up in the last video you game you played and you had to live a week or a month in that world? How are you getting on? And as per what we were discussing last night, anything game mechanic-wise or, or game right. feature-wise, if we applied it to life... How would we see that work? So who wants to kick us off? Slade came prepared. I saw a list that he'd put together. I was talking to some of the uh, my techs at work because they also play a lot of video games and we were just coming up with more and more things. To start, I guess, with the original one, if I had to be in the last game I played, it was uh, I was playing Nazi Zombies with Joey. So uh, I'm not in for a good time. I don't know how long I'll make it through the night or through the rounds. I don't know how that would work, but <laughs> hopefully the, the random gun box will be a lot nicer to me in person than it was to us the other night. <laughs> it depends yeah. who else was with you, right? Maybe. Yeah. Well, if it was me, I've decreased his time dramatically. That's, <laughs> that's true. Do I get to drag Joey along with me? That's <laughs> That would be the big question. Uh, I last played the Formula One game, so um, it's very much rooted in reality, so I'll be absolutely fine, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not bad. Luxury sport, jetting yeah. around the world, I think, yeah. Before that, it was phasmophobia, so I would be dead almost immediately. 
I was going to say, did you play Formula One just before this podcast, just so you could say it was? <laughs> I didn't, no. Um, no. If I was doing what uh, I did just before this podcast for eternity, I would have some exceptionally clean dishes, because that's what I was doing. <laughs> I'm not going to do too well in either of my worlds either. I, I'm currently between two games. There you go. It's almost like a little subliminal plug for your pod there. <laughs> I am, I'm playing both Still Rising, so not necessarily the best of worlds. But also, have you played um, Stay, the, the indie game Stay? Mm-mm. No. Well, you're kind of talking to a guy. There's a guy... There's not that much exposition around it, but he's woken up in a house alone, almost like held prisoner, and he's just got the computer and he's talking to you. And it actually, I'd, I'd recommend doing it. I was telling them Chatsunami about it, and I, I think I forced him to buy it because it was like one twenty nine <laughs> on Steam this week or something. I, I've got it on the Xbox. But yeah, both are fairly bleak, non-happy worlds. So, and then I thought, what was the game before that? And that was Assassin's Creed 3. So that's not particularly great. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the slightly better one out of the three, though. Just yeah. for a second, when you said stay, I thought you meant stray, and I thought Slade's head is going to explode. You know, the one where you're a cat? Yeah. He, Slade hates I, that game. I that was game of the year. No. It's no. <laughs> we did an episode on it ages ago, and um, spoiler alert for that episode, you don't have to listen to that for the full hour. Slade and I hated it with a passion. Yeah. It was like a funny cat game. Yeah, it's like when a meme game just gets popular. That's what it really feels like. This is remind me of a hilarious um, interaction I had on on WhatsApp with a friend the other night. So I'm not going to name him, but he knows who he is, Pete. <laughs> I was playing Stay, and I get a message pop up on Xbox saying, you're playing Stay? I said, yeah. Well, <laughs> And he goes, that's awful. That's a rubbish game. And I said, no, it's not. And he goes, well, why is it any good? And so I then had to take it to WhatsApp because I couldn't. My angle was taking too long to type through the Xbox uh, virtual keyboard. And so I said, what, what's wrong with it? And we were having this sort of like to and fro. And then after about five minutes, he goes, are you playing Stay, not Stray? And I said, yeah. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then, when I'm feeling down, I just look at that message. It cheats me right up. So. <laughs> uh, I've just looked at the trailer for Stay, where you're talking. It looks very interesting. It's one of those, you know, sort of air quotes, games. Uh, you know where it's more just you're, you're choosing certain dialogue options and then there's a few mini games but yeah I'm, I'm i think it's fascinating so there you go there's my sales pitch for that so i think what we're saying is joey's gonna have the best life slate's probably gonna have a shorter one <laughs> yeah very very short is what that will be yeah and i don't think mine's gonna be that far behind you joey so i think we uh, slate sorry so i think we need to play some better games mm. <laughs> uh, Slade, he could us, have said stray. Us, yeah, he could have said stray. Get us back on track and talk to us about uh, some video game mechanics. So I thought of some more. So I sent y'all a photo of this sticky note, which I actually brought home from work with me so I could remember uh, what I had even wrote down. One of the things, though, I was thinking about last night and it ended up uh, I was with my girlfriend and her family and I had to go like dig through a pen in somebody else's house and had to explain that it's for a podcast that I'm doing in the and that that led down a rabbit hole. But you ever wanted dialogue options? You know, if you play Fallout or Skyrim or Oblivion, <laughs> right? And you have like the percentages of what people are gonna how they're gonna react or take this. I was like, that would be a really useful thing right now. So I would know when I'm being too weird. The other <laughs> thing I was thinking about was, you know how like you'll make a decision for a town, 
and it has up in the top everybody liked that or everybody disliked that that would also be really useful at this moment in time <laughs> everybody liked that yeah um, we went we went very different routes on this league because my first note here is <laughs> if you want to get any further in your life you have to pay for it there's a paywall on everything um and <laughs> the second half of your day is dlc <laughs> That just well, feels we... like life in England right now, though, Joey, to very be true. honest with your pay, paper win. So I, I have DLC written down, but DLC to me was like, is that going to college or grad school? Is that DLC in life? No, it's just getting through the day is DLC. <laughs> the Sims expansion pack. Yeah. <laughs> Slade goes to college. <laughs> but on you going back to your dialogue options, because I had that and I, and I was like, yeah, I'd like to see what options are available, but... So I feel like my life at the moment, there are some games, you know, it will say option A and it will be thank you. And you click it and the words spoke by your character, anything other than thank you. And it really pees off the, the, the other character. And I'm like, that seems to be the knack of speaking that I have in real life. It's like, I think I'm saying the right thing, but no. <laughs> Rewind, you said like, thank you. And actually what you say is get bent. It's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess while we're on the subject of like, you know, dialogue and everything, skip dialogue also came up, you know, the option to fast forward or skip through what somebody is saying, you know, when you get stuck with that coworker, you just can't stand in the break room and you don't really care yeah. about their day, but you ask and then they go into this monologue. Could you just, you know, get me through it, fast forward, power through it. I don't want to listen to it anymore. You care about everyone's day though, Slade. You're too, too kind a of person. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but having said what you just said though what i would say is that i'd like the ability to have the conversations logged because the amount of times you're in a meeting and you've just switched off because you're thinking about the editing for that pod that night <laughs> and, and then the next thing you hear say so what did you think about that dan <laughs> like yeah i want to go and you go oh, Where's the um, transcription? My, my internet cut out for a second can you just repeat that that's what everyone at my work does <laughs> i'm just having internet problems all funny that um, but subtitles on everyone speaking would be so useful. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be mm, very. I think cool. Josh did say that as well. I, I did ask him. He said, uh, "Yeah, he said subtitles." <laughs> now I don't know if he meant for me or. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually for Josh with his thick Chicago accent. They yeah. need the subtitles. So, um, yeah. But how's that so, gonna? How's that gonna? work is everyone going to have like a little lcd screen on them so you walk around and when they speak it comes everyone looks like teletubbies is a is i was thinking just be like the bottom of like you know your vision you know kind of uh, like the subtitles are on the bottom of the screen but then who would you know to attribute to what like if three of us were speaking at the same time well would I, it all just come up no i think it'd be you know like how you get locked into a conversation like when yeah. you play like a fallout game or when we played um what was that game the outer worlds yes oh yeah yeah, yeah. All your conversations would be locked in like that. <laughs> and everyone will stare at you with dead eyes while they speak yeah. this conversation. <laughs> so it's a subtitle. So what, what's is that just so you can switch off every now and then and you can read it. You don't have to pay as much or, or exert as much energy listening. Yeah, exactly. Or just... and- also, Some people you, you can't understand. People. Yeah, people are quiet and mumble. And um, mm-hmm. I have a funny story about one of mine and Tim's relatives. We've got a Scottish family, and one of them went and got quite a well-paying job in um, 
in the Seattle Police Department and it was a brand new role and everyone got really excited and he got interviewed on the news but because he had a thick Scottish accent he got subtitled on American news (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that before with like people from Newcastle or something where they've subtitled even on like our TV (laughs) there was a uh, head football coach for uh, LSU Louisiana State University and he was proper Cajun through and through and he spoke Creole which is like a mix of uh, Native American and French but the subtitle machine had no idea what the hell he ever said but all of his interviews are like oh we gotta go down there we gotta hit the bottom we gotta make and it's like I don't know what he's saying but I believe it and that's all that matters <laughs> you sounded like you were leading an auction then Slade it was uh... <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a career path you could go down. You're really good at it. Well done. Maybe. <laughs> Talk to me more about, then about the real life DLCs. What are you envisaging? Envis- can't even say. It. What are you seeing as that then? Honestly, um, I was envisaging the world being owned by EA. So you actually <laughs> need it for absolutely everything. Whether you like... want to be able to like start your car in the morning or actually enter your office at work. Or if you just want to relax, you have to pay to enter that room and sit down in a game that you already own. Use me one second. I have a phone call. We can keep talking. No one needs him. Well, we are getting that way with cars. It's like, oh, you actually want to drive it. You'll need the engine option for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think um, I actually had, you know, in, in games like, um, have you ever played Devil May Cry, where you are locked in an area and you have to de- defeat all of your enemies before you can leave and go to the next area? I actually had as one of my things that you can't progress in anything until you've completely completed what you needed to in the area that you're in. So there would be no flitting between tasks. You'd always have to focus on a single thing at once. That yeah, so you wouldn't be able to leave waste. work. You wouldn't be able to leave work then until... <laughs> that sounds less nice because it never ends. But um, yeah, I was just thinking solely on focusing on a single task before you can physically go anywhere else and, yeah. uh, and progress another. It's actually like a progress bar, though, like you would get in a in a game mm. to let me know how close I am or how how far I've got to to finish that said task. <laughs> like a us at the good. top, and then we <laughs> yeah. pushed laid out of the airlock. And and it was never me. I was never the imposter. You're so sus. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> I I always just try to be a good person in Among Us, but. <laughs> That's where you're going wrong. <laughs> yeah. One of one of the other things for DLC I was thinking about, like for unlockable parts of the world, would you just have like the fog of the world map until you you know you paid the money to unlock the area so you could what go about visit? Going like a step further back than that and having no beautiful views in the world ever. Everywhere's like Silent Hill and the rendering fog is like <laughs> no more than ten feet around you. <laughs> And everything is really poor visual. You want to see your neighbors in in, in normal vision? Yeah, you need to upgrade yeah. to the, right. the, the 4K pack. Every couple of years, you have to improve your graphics card. Otherwise, you look at everything in low poly. I'm about to say, like, both of y'all wear glasses that I buy the DLC pack for the good eyeballs, right? Mm. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs> That's a weird way to flex your 2020 Slade. But, um... <laughs> I had one of quick saves and quick reloads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's I kind I think that kind of says it all along with my dialogue option earlier about yeah regretting certain things but yeah, yeah. Well, there's, uh, like you ever been talking to somebody you just really want them to be quiet you know you could quick save punch them 
and then just reload the save, you know, get it out of your system. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you feel uh, so much better, you know? <laughs> I had this on my list, Dan, but I um do you, do you play football manager at all? I used to. I used to live by that, yeah. Do you know what it's called when you save and then reload a previous save if a game doesn't go your way? No. It's called it's called scum saving. That's what I have this <laughs> down as. Um, so if something doesn't go your way, you just l- reload the previous save. You can scum save life. <laughs> Do you remember those old choose your own adventure books? It's the same as that. You just kept your finger on the previous page. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. um, another one, and me and my coworkers were trying to figure this out, was fast travel, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you fast travel in a game, you just spawn in the center of town, you know, or whatever. Um, so if I had fast travel, can I go, can I fast travel to anywhere I've been before, right? Like, if I wanted to fast travel back to the UK, would I just end up back at Heathrow, you know, you when can, I got there? But you're not allowed to drink and fast travel. <laughs> I'm guessing you've never seen Jumper, Slade. No, I haven't. So, Dan, I don't know if you know, Slade has seen about four movies in his life, and all four <laughs> of them are big fish. Have you, You've seen Jumper, haven't you? Is that Bruce Willis? No, it's. Uh, I think it's got Samuel no, then I I haven't seen it for a very long time, but basically this is what they do. They just decide they want to go somewhere and then they jump through um, matter to get there in seconds. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's a movie about fast travel and it doesn't go well, basically. <laughs> they basically end up fast traveling in the wrong places and everything collapses in on itself. So there's the risk you run with fast travel, Slade. Well, I'm just thinking about like, you know, I could, probably couldn't fast travel over to like Japan because I haven't been there yet. Is it like an unlockable thing? Is that how fast travel would work? If I wanted to fast travel from my house here to my office, would I just be like at my desk when I got there? Or would I be standing outside the building and upset that I forgot my keys and now I have to fast travel back home? But in most games, when you fast travel, time still progresses. You just don't travel. Right. So you would still have to have the time progress, but you would just black out for it. Yeah. That would be what your fast travel is. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm just wondering about the logistics of where do I end up? Where do you want to end up? I don't know. Wherever I, you I, want, mate. <laughs> it would have to be convenient enough to be fairly close, but inconvenient that you've still got a bit of traveling to do. That's the exactly. rule by that, surely. The, yeah. Do I just end up in, you know, if I wanted to go back to the UK, do I just end up in London city center? I think there's got to be a rule. I think it would have to be the airport. Yeah, or would it be one of the but airports? It would have to be like uh, Luton Airport. It's not um, a, a convenient <laughs> one for traveling across the country. It's it's a convenient one for where you need to get to in your immediate vicinity. But um, if you wanted to come and visit me or Tim Slade, you'd have to go into London again. About to say, could I like fast travel straight to Bristol and just be at somebody's random apartment that Tim doesn't live at anymore? Would that is that how it would work? Mm, maybe. So I feel like a public service announcement here for anyone looking at Luton Airport is called London Luton Airport, but don't think you're going to be anywhere near London if you fly into that airport, okay? So St. Gatwick's miles away as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at least it's kind of, it's within the M25, right? It kind of feels a bit more more London than Luton Airport is. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I agree. Now, I had fast travel, but then I did forget Joey raises an extremely valid point that time does still does still go on but then i guess you don't have to then get in the car you don't have to get all the road rage and the acid and uh, the heartburn i don't don't have to go i don't have to go through tsa i can just be there you know i quite like the road rage is that bad is that a bad thing to admit have you seen have you watched it's always sunny when 
Dennis and Mac move to the suburbs. If either of you haven't seen it, yes, I'll send I've you seen, the link. I've seen it. That's what I get like when I drive to the office. <laughs> Just a ball of fury. But I feel better when I come out of the other side. So yes. if I had fast travel, I would lose that cathartic being <laughs> me being a road rage dickhead. <laughs> but you'd probably live an extra five years and you wouldn't have your hands imprinted into your steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But is it worth the trade-off? That's that's my big question. Yes. The other one I wanted to know, what about cheat codes? If we remember that before cheat codes became uh, yeah. microtransactions. Could you like just input a cheat code and have like a flying car just show up in your driveway? Like it's a secret language that only a select few know and somebody like gives it to you. It'd have to be the infinite money glitch. Yeah. Once you do that and your cheat is activated, everyone just accepts it. No one looks twice at the flying car. It's like, well, right, exactly, enough. exactly. They know that it's just uh, you use the cheat code and you're a big bastard for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> And how would you enter said cheat code? That's the that, that was the other thing I was trying to figure out. Do you have to get the old uh, Dance Dance Revolution floor pad out and like type it so, in? <laughs> along those lines, did either of you play Banjo Kazooie when it was on yes. the N sixty four? Yes, yes, yeah. There was a, a level there with a uh, keyboard on it, yes. like a, a computer keyboard, and the way that you input cheats in that was smash your character's face into the floor. So I think that's the most realistic way you can do it in real life. <laughs> I had cheat codes, but like assist settings more as well. So it's like, yeah, could you tone <laughs> down anger? You, you know, the the anger, and I'm going to tone this down, or uh, sort of the work to home life balance. I'm going to put that slider up more towards the work life balance. It'll be a series of sliders that you yeah. could just, yeah, affect your surroundings. Mm. I had that down as a uh, difficulty settings. You know, oh, there you go. Yeah. Is, there, is there a way to, you know, to drop it down the easy mode or free play? You know. Easy mode would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be. Um, work just one... show up. <laughs> Pay Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Pay Max airline back. Yeah. Oh, that was really sad, Slade. Well, this is why I'm a hat guy. He's a hat guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one. Now, I, I feel like I was thinking about it too much, but inventory, right? So you know, in a game, you pause it. You just have like the window of all your stuff and uh so i was thinking like you know uh i'm flying out next week and i'll be walking through the airport could i just like stand still for a second like a dickhead in the middle of like the aisle where everybody's trying to walk through the airport go through my inventory get pull out my switch and then continue walking i think the infinite inventory is absolutely a must i think yeah well it's not it's not infinite so it's like it's weighted because you know it'll be in my backpack right I just don't have to sit there and root through my backpack. I could just oh, like stop, select feel, it, and it's there in my hands. What, what you've done there, Slade, is the worst of both worlds. Dan's infinite um, <laughs> inventory was a really useful thing, and you went, no, no, I still have to carry all of that. <laughs> it's not an infinite bag of holding like in D&D, you know? It's... Mm. A lot of the inventories are still, you know, I mean, anything more than two weapons is impossible, <laughs> right? So, But you still manage to carry three types of grenades in most shooters, you know? <laughs> equipment i don't know dan you're talking to slade here he has never has less than seven guns on him at any one time (laughs) um... well it's because i'm a proper american that's all it is yeah yeah this is a must for me i um i 
I very rarely do the shopping. My my wife she tends to to go out and do more of the shopping. So when I do have to go out to pick the other thing up, I I forget that for years now. And 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 Joe will appreciate this. It's not even like it's in the last six months. For years, you have to pay for the carrier bags now, which I don't want to do. So I'm like, oh sorry, it's okay. I'm only picking up a couple of things like loaf of bread and a bottle of milk. I'll carry it and. I'm regretting that decision when I've then picked up a fourth or fifth item and I'm trying to juggle them all. And, and it's like a, a Jenga tower. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Joey, you remember this. You have to pay for your shopping now. And I was like, whoa, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's I think the, that's, that's the rule of the self-checkout, yeah, yeah, of course right? I knew that. Of course I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> the rule of the well, self-checkout. That- if you try it like three or four times and it doesn't scan, you just get to put it in the bag. Yeah, that's what's written in the rule book of the supermarket. But it, it makes you think you could do your shopping like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto where you do your shopping and you just walk to the till and then you select the things you want at the till and you own that thing. But then that made me think of, I'm in desperate need of a haircut, right? If I wanted to get dreadlocks now in real life, that's not possible. But if I was in Grand Theft Auto, I could sit in the barber's chair and go, I'd like shoulder length hair, please. And they go, okay, then. <laughs> Joey, I got the thing about the shops, but like in, uh, well, again, Fallout or uh, Elder Scrolls, where you can take a bucket and you put it on the shopkeeper's head and then yes. they can't see you steal everything. <laughs> well, that would work in real life, but they would take the bucket off is the problem. Um, or you could go really old school and go, the, was it um, The Legend of Zelda where you stole from the shop by confusing the man and making oh, him face the wrong way? Yeah, that's uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. and then But that was fine. But if you ever went back there, he would immediately kill you. So you could yeah. do that. <laughs> well, you'd be labeled a thief the rest of the game was, yeah. and everybody would call you that. And all the prices got like doubled or tripled or something. Oh, I just did it. <laughs> but you'd still need the infinite inventory because where you're going to put right. all that stuff you still so yeah. or you right. could put it in Slade's enormous backpack <laughs> yeah. well, well this was it I, I love the fact that Slade was trying to work out that when he goes travelling can he just pull a switch out like that and I'm thinking where am I going to put my pint of milk and, and sliced bread <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, two very different mindsets there <laughs> I'm thinking about the conveniences of travelling yeah. and everything you know Damn it, Dan. And uh, yeah, and um, and Joey, Joey with yours. And Josh also also did want real world uh, character customization. I was thinking, yeah, because at the moment, as kind of what Slade said, yeah, my hairline doesn't particularly enamor me to certain hairstyles either. So the like the GTA or character creation screens are are quite, um, well, they're they're quite mean. So I just get past them, basically. Slade, did you agree with that one? With what? Character customization. It'd be the first time I'd ever used character customization. I was just about to say. If I got to use it on myself, it'd be the first time I didn't skip it. I'd give you a Mike Tyson face tattoo. (laughs) Joey, do you like to get into the finer detail with characters? It depends on the game. Like if it's so I play a lot of Dark Souls and Souls like games. And one of the first things you do in that is you put a full face helmet on. So there's zero point in character customization. Yeah. If it's a game like if I played FIFA and I had the pro um model, then you see your character all the time. So I would spend a bit of time on it. But the best and the worst character customization for for me is in Fallout games. I yeah, think yeah. 
the, the character customization is so in-depth and looks so good. And then you spend the whole first game in first person anyway, so you never see it. <laughs> right. I, I, I have never customized a character. I just get the default one and I run with it. I've never done it. Hmm. I've tried, I, but it's just like I get bored way too quickly. I don't understand the appeal. It's not even bored for me. I always use standard because I'll make a character. Then when they go into game, they don't look quite like how I envisaged in I can't say that word. Envisage them. Envisage them. Yeah. And then it really bugs me every time I see them in a cutscene. And so I have to restart the game. The only time I've ever tinkered was like in, I think, Saints Row, because they allowed you to do some really out there characters. And I did it just for the fun of it to record a screenshot and then, and then go back. But nice. yeah, I, we I used to, Tim and I used to spend ages making really. Um, detailed models of celebrities in the wwe games so that we could have like proper celebrities beating each other up that was uh always a good use of time no uh that's just the only like character customization i've really done in uh fallout 4 you know they had like certain names pre-recorded that npcs would actually use and i found out on that list was my first name and that that was all the customization my character got i ran with the first default guy who was in the mirror i was like all right you're mine let's go (laughs) Dan, did you know that Slade isn't Slade's name? Slade's name is actually um, Archibald. <laughs> for the sake of this podcast, it's Archibald. No, it's well, not. that's no, what it's... we're calling you for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, little little spoiler there. Uh, Slade is my middle name, but nobody ever calls me by my first name. <laughs> no, Archibald, but we will today. So Archibald, no. Um... <laughs> Also, just while I've got, um, we are talking about Josh again, the other one he had, and it kind of links back to dialogue, was, um, well, actually, it doesn't, I've made that up. But he said, like, in Fable and Mass Effect, the moral-leaning physical changes. So how about Mm. that? So, I mean, they are often really ham-fisted, done ham-fistedly in games, though, aren't they? Some games. I think uh, Red Dead has a pretty good moral system. Slay's rolling his eyes because we're playing it for the podcast at the moment. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has a really good moral system where people will treat you differently based on every single action that you make. But um, Mass Effect, the alternate endings are, is it green? Is it blue? Is it orange? Yeah, is it yeah. yellow? Well, that's, I mean, that's what most moral like choice games end up being. You're either, you know, uh, Hitler or Mother Teresa, and there's like never a middle ground, yeah. you know. I think so. I think what Josh meant was more how it affects your physical appearance. So, you know, in Mass Effect, you'd start getting scars and the scars would start glowing red and the short of growing oh, horns in Shepherd's Head. So, you, know? so you could be like walking down the street and you see somebody with like a bunch of scars and you're like, ah, dickhead. <laughs> I better avoid this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it would make life easy, wouldn't it? I, I remember um, when we were at school and they would show you like these safety videos and it would like. If you were lost as a kid, who would you trust? And you had a policeman, you had a you know school teacher, you know you had a um, a young mother who was looking after kids, and then you had like a guy with a scar running down his face, you know, and a sort of bag of swag over his shoulder, you know, and, things a, like and that. a van that said "free sweets" on the side, and you thought, yeah, and mm. puppies, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, there was no candy in that van, wasn't there? <laughs> but he did drive fast. That's what I heard. Yeah, I think I think that's a good one visibly showing your morality um on your personal i'm i'm a fan of that i would i would bring that into the real world it would make dating easier right as well wouldn't it Mm. oh it would would. yeah imagine that and even even work i guess (laughs) well what if you had maybe not so much like 
let's say exact video game knowledge, but like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, where you rolled a dice and you could do like an investigation check in somebody, right? And if you rolled like a nat one, you're going to think they're the greatest person ever. But, you know, if you took the Mass Effect rules and they had all like the scars and everything on their face, you would just think that they're <laughs> your best friend. I didn't know that was a thing in d and I've never played it. It's an alien world to me, Slade. That is. I'm just no, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying it's an alien world to me, so that frame of reference doesn't doesn't mean a whole bunch. It's also it depends who's um, owning and creating the morality system as well in the world, right? Right, mm. exactly. Like, yeah, who said what is moral and who didn't? <laughs> oh, that'd be... Could you imagine world politics, right? If, like, let's say Dan is suddenly the prime minister, right? And he's there, he's answering questions, but you have the whole, like, speech dialogue option thing, so it gives you, like, the percentages of this one's good, most people are going to like that. You could you could rule so easily. Dan would do a better job than our current one anyway, so... Thank you very much. Thank you very That's much. I've got, reference and... I've got a reference. I've got a reference, yeah. <laughs> It's a low bar, Dan. I mean, it's as far as references go, but you definitely could. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was just thinking, though, in certain places, people probably actually then vote more for the person that does look like the evil person. I think I think they'd, they'd almost be a, you know what you're getting then, it feels like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Versus somebody who makes all like the good choices and everything. Mm. Um, or you could you could watch them like go from the good choice person and slowly become corrupt as like their term goes. Yeah. <laughs> they start the first term with a halo, literal halo, and then they end their first term devils, and you're like, something's definitely gone wrong here. The first hour, and by the last hour of the first day, I think that is, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking two two more things I have on my list. One of them is very specific. I said if you feel like you didn't want to do something, you could just roll it up into a big ball like in Katamari Damacy, <laughs> if you've played that. Just literally like, no, not, not having this, and you just roll it up into a big ball. I thought that'd be quite fun. And then the other thing I've got on my list is if you video games were real, everyone would be the center of the universe, and nothing would happen without that person being within that vicinity are you so you're saying to slade until you log on for the podcast is just sitting there in the corner motionless and then you'd log on and he he suddenly is appearing well yeah, the developers talked... actually put him underneath the floor he only have you, appears. have you seen those videos on on <laughs> yeah. youtube yeah brilliant yeah. i was thinking more like we always praise games where it feels like the the world exists without you mm-hmm so even then, okay. it, it wouldn't matter. The the NPCs who are not you would still uh, they no, still have it, stuff to do and walk it, around. It might feel like it, but they don't actually do stuff and walk around in the games. It just feels that way, right? So nothing actually happens unless you can see it. Okay, yeah, I get it. It's actually blow my mind a little bit. I think that one. Mm. That is how it is with me, though. I am the center of the universe, so. <laughs> It's true. I can, from being one of his co-hosts for years, I can tell you. So you can say being one of his NPCs. Also, yeah. <laughs> that's what I should have said. That would have been a lot funnier. What about you, Slate uh, Archibald? Sorry, have you got anything? Um, have you got? Have you got anything else on your list? No, not really. This is one more though, which I'd like to. Uh, I don't know if y'all have ever read this thing, but there's a. Uh, it's gonna. I'm, I promise, I'm coming back around to the topic. 
there's this thing in America that happens called woods porn. So when you're a kid, you're out in the woods and you'll find a box of porn. This happened to me and it's like a phenomenon across America. No idea where it shows up. But to me, I just found a secret unlockable in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I really am glad that that came back around quickly because I was like, where is he going with this? (laughs) Which not only secret unlockables, what about loot boxes? You know what I mean? Like you get a bonus at work and they're like, here's the box. You get to open it up and, you know, it's like, oh, not a rare item. (laughs) You know, going back to your wood porn, that sounds wrong saying it. Have you played, is it Mafia 1 or Mafia 2? The collectibles in that are actually Playboy covers, Playboy models in one of those games. Yeah, so it is. It is, uh, it is. Yakuza's the same way. It's uh, pinup girls. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But that, that is, a. if you ever look into that, it is a weird phenomenon in America that it, it's happened to a bunch of people. Oh, it used to happen here. You used to find like a stack of yeah. magazines just somewhere in the world. Yeah, it was it was woods here as well. I heard from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> His name is I, Archibald. <laughs> yeah, I never, I, I never forget once going to a local news agent and always, you know, I was always browsing the um, the gaming magazines and picked one up, <laughs> and somebody had put a magazine off the top shelf inside this uh, games magazine and. Yeah, my, my, my world was broadened that day, I'll tell you. It's, uh... <laughs> I have a slightly more embarrassing version of that story. Um, Dan, you know Computer Exchange and the way that they yes. operate. Yeah. Slade, we've spoken about Computer Exchange. It's like yes. trade and sell DVDs and games. And I went through a phase of loving buying DVDs. I must have had about 600 of them. And when I was at college, I used to really like the Saw films. And I went and I bought Saw 2 at CEX. And it was only when I got to college and I opened it up and from the sleeve fell a DVD of a dirty movie and the whole of my class thought I'd been to CX to buy dirty <laughs> movies. So um, I feel your pain, Dan. My teacher was the one that brought it up to everyone as well, which I really, really appreciated. Oh, it's, that's true. I know. That's I mean, true. I was lucky. I never bought it and nobody else saw. I just put it back on the shelf. But each week, <laughs> I was checking for new magazines every day. Let's just say that the game. <laughs> and, and, and now you've put it on the internet. So it's out there, yeah. Dan. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Could you, could you picture that, though? You found like a secret item, you know, yeah, like hidden away. I think that would be, that'd be super cool. This is going to sound like the dumbest question I've ever asked, but how would Easter eggs work? Ooh. And and the reason it could sound dumb is because you could take that as me going, these chocolate eggs that everyone gets in <laughs> April, um, what are these? But video game Easter eggs, how would they work? Could that be what the Mandela effect is? Yeah, that that is Good like shout. the Easter egg. So uh, Yeah, oh, it used to be, the, and that's how it was in like the previous version of this world, the previous uh, <laughs> iteration. The previous build of the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be. Nice. It could be that. Ooh, that also brings up the point. Could you revert like to an older version of uh, a game? Like you know, sometimes you can go change the uh, or like you know, there's like patches and whatnot. Could you just refuse a world upgrade patch? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm still running version 25. You know, that's your age or whatever. I don't want to. I feel. That. I feel you like just quite a lot of people would. Um refuse the latest patches at the moment <laughs> Be like want to roll back a version yeah <laughs> <laughs> version or two or three or four 
who knows the, the biggest thing though, if you think about it like um in a lot of games you know if you go to bed and sleep and it says you wake up well rested that i want i want that yes yeah the biggest <laughs> lie isn't it <laughs> that i would like yeah actually yeah you win you win slade as you got older slade it would say you woke up slightly tired and your back is stiff <laughs> that's that's closer to the truth it's <laughs> closer to the truth yeah, if it was true, it'd like you, you get a quest from somebody, and you'd be like, "Do I really have to go over there? Can't I just want to sit and watch a football? Come on!" <laughs> but yeah, and no, no day would ever be dull. No day would ever be the same because you'd have to keep the story progressing. You yeah. didn't have time to sit and watch the football unless you're in Persona Five, and then you can do all the mundane rubbish that you do every day. Ah, oh, it's the best part of the game. Uh, that says it all really doesn't it yeah i had one more thing that popped to mind while you, while we were discussing this and then i've got some things off the of the net i thought i'd just throw at you and see what you think but my one would be yeah can you imagine when you die you'd get end credits for your life <laughs> <laughs> that'd be yeah sit, sit like, through all the end credits yeah i like the idea of the, you get like you know the the credits roll but it's like the left for dead kind where it's like all the stats for like everything that you've done <laughs> yeah but then yeah. that begs the question, would you have alternate endings depending on how you played it? <laughs> and how would you ever know because you'd be dead? <laughs> well, this goes back to Dan's last episode that came out. Would you have like reincarnation after that? So oh, yeah. that's well, how you yeah. get your alternate that's how you get your alternate ending, right? New game yeah. plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get the alternate endings, but life is just a lot harder. <laughs> I like Dan's idea. It's not reincarnation, it's just new game plus. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, <laughs> okay, That's I'm going to throw some things at you before we start wrapping up. Then I've got I found here so quite a big thing nowadays in gaming is achievements, badges, trophies. Mm-hmm. How would we feel about that? So every time you do something good, you get a, a little trophy flash up, a little gold star, like you're a Sorry. child. Well, you kind of um, you you kind of get that anyway. If you think you know, if you play sports or um, do something good in school, like. You get a little like plaque or a trophy or whatever. Technically, yeah, you do get that already. Yeah, you know, we're talking sports, which I don't do. I'm thinking like I've taken the rubbish out once this week. I want a little <laughs> achievement for that. Do they reset or do you get that achievement the first time you take the rubbish out and never again? Damn it! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. a one-time thing. So I have to really choose my timing for that. <laughs> well, I was I was in the scouts for years, and they used to do badges. So this this it could be like a scout thing, and everyone. Mm-hmm on their clothes always had to wear all of the badges that they had accumulated across their life as their trophies. Yeah. Like the nerds they are. Like the nerds that we are. <laughs> well, can you imagine where, if you're at a particular job, once you get like a thousand gamer point, that's it. You've got to find another job really, or are you just doing the same thing over and over? <laughs> yeah. You've like gone as far as you can in the uh, job that you're in and you just get like a platinum trophy because you've done everything there. Yeah, your next job awaits in another castle. Um, <laughs> how about then everything? I think we may have kind of touched on this, but everything is a quest or challenge now. So you don't get a job to do at work. You get a quest or a challenge. And and yeah, tidy in the house is a, is a challenge. It, like a timer pops up and it's like the little Mario music, the fast one, where it's like, like the fast well, yeah, music. time management yeah you could yeah. actually you could mix it in with that one yeah yeah <laughs> do you not think that you could that could just be a mindset thing that you shift in real life 
every single time I assign work to my team at work now, I'm going to be like, I've got a new quest, guys. This uh, <laughs> this task has been set in, and the quest is X, Y, and Z. I feel like I get loads more done. If instead probably, of referring it to as um, as work, you referred to it as a quest, I get so much done. Oh, isn't it the classic? Oh, who, who wants this opportunity? I mean, that's the current line now, right? Isn't Development it? <laughs> opportunity. It just means same pay for more work. <laughs> yeah. So you go message your team on like Monday morning, like, hey, I have a quest uh, that needs to be done. <laughs> it has like, branching opportunities. They'd be like, Joey drank something very strong over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of links back to Slade, what you're saying. So you've got rewards and prizes. So you could offer tangible rewards or prizes for accomplishing tasks or goals. It could be a small treat, like a day off or even a bonus at work. That sounds like working and pay to me. Yeah. But maybe it'd be like a... <laughs> no, but maybe if you if you do tick off a little something or you are very helpful around the house, you get like a little loot box or a, or a mystery box. Oh, it's kind of that sort of thing. Think of it like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you clean... Yeah. You... Clean, tidied the whole house in like you know an hour. Here's, yeah. here's your loot box. It just shows up in the the post. Yeah, I've like gone done it. shopping for once, so I get, yeah. I get a little mystery box. It's got a carrier bag in it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's a it. Car- it's a carrier it bag a... of infinite holding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slade's backpack that you can just pull anything out of at any time. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go, Slade. <laughs> okay, how about? making everything more of a narrative and storytelling so maybe if you do have a narrator narrating your day that'd be like um dan have you played the stanley parable yes yeah yeah that's exactly what it would be like it's the the mundane of it but you'd have to get a really really good narrator for it well have any of you played is it bastion it's an old game back on the xbox as well and that was yeah whatever you did the 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 narrator said and i'm I'm thinking I kind of do that anyway in, in my own head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't quite refer to myself in the uh, in the third person <laughs> yet. But <laughs> Dan regretted inviting Slade and Joey onto the podcast. <laughs> oh, never, never. Dan hopes that this is a good season finale, and everyone <laughs> liked that. <laughs> if not, I'm just going to put this before the one I've currently got going out before your episode anyway. <laughs> Very smart. One for uh, one for uh, Joey and, and Tim here. We've got virtual economies, I guess, where everything is in game currency. Um, yeah. You love your uh, your Bitcoin and, and Tim's and Dogecoin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. I I hate it with a passion. I really hate it, and I really hate that I agreed to sing about it every single bleeding week on that podcast. It sounds um, like you love it, though. That's the main thing. I really hope it doesn't, because I There's don't a, want it to come across that I enjoy it. I hate a, it. The gas station that's in my neighborhood has a uh, cryptocurrency ATM. Really? Like, yeah, in in the petrol station. Next to the standard ATM that, you know, is for the normal people. All those Bitcoin oh. millionaires in Montgomery. So. Apparently. I was on holiday recently, and we went to a... um exchange you know bureau de change and mm-hmm. and it did say yeah we accept like pounds dollars you know euros and it did have bitcoin disgusting isn't it i've I've said it on a on two blokes from blighty when i was at university uh 13 years ago now um i remember going 
to CEX as as linking back to my previous story. And on the wall, it said, we accept Bitcoin. And this is when Bitcoin was about £2 for a Bitcoin. And I just imagined someone paying for like a Shrek DVD with a Bitcoin and that being worth £30,000 now. (laughs) There was a story about a guy who paid for two pizzas with Bitcoin. Um, Yeah, he paid like 20-something Bitcoin, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it would be worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars now. Wasn't there a classic thing? Lily, Lily Allen, I think, was offered payment in Bitcoin, but she chose not to. And yeah, if she had done for a concert, yeah, she'd be sitting on a foot. Well, I mean, she's probably sitting on a fortune well, anyway, right? Yeah. But a bigger fortune. But yeah, so um, that economy, the disgusting crypto one, is is unfortunately a reality. Or could you imagine, though, you know, Joey, we know you're a huge football fan, that you couldn't go to watch your beloved villa unless you had certain in-game in-life currency like you needed the, mm. your, your rubies to recharge or so you know in a game that you can't do certain <laughs> moves so imagine that you couldn't do something you love because you you needed certain yeah currency i mean that's life actually or your stamina actually. bar, your stamina yeah. bar was too empty yeah. <laughs> oh that'd be nice to see like a, a health meter and a stamina bar yeah. Yeah. everyone would be walking past me going your stamina bar's very low are you okay i'd be like yeah it's normal <laughs> <laughs> i just walked, walked up the stairs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah that'd be the, my comeuppance yeah i, I knew i shouldn't have uh, w- walked to that fridge one more time <laughs> See, yeah i don't think there's anything else on this list really that we haven't kind of touched on I, I mean they've got unlockable content which i think is fascinating imagine yeah if there was a like your walk or your drive to work, there was this just door that you'd pass all the time, but you couldn't see what was behind it until you gained access to it somehow. You don't have the green key card to get through here, you know? Can we just agree that this world would be horrible? <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately... <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, unfortunately, it feels like there are some mechanics in already in the world, like, you know, going right back to the start, it is paid to win. Um yeah, it's paid to him. <laughs> a lot of microtransactions, you know. This episode is is too depressing for your season finale, Dan. It's too oh, depressing. No, it's, <laughs> it's all good. We'll start, and then we'll start with a cheery one. This is the next season, <laughs> but I'll just remember not to get you two on for that one. That's cool. <laughs> Knock them down to build them back up is what you're doing here. Yeah. No, leaves everybody on a low, and then you come back on a high, right? That's how no, this it works. is. If, if people if people haven't finished this with a headache because they've been laughing too much, then then I don't know what they've been listening to. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's been brilliant. Thank you for coming on. Like I said, I've been I've been trying to find the right thing to to get you on, and then now I've got two episodes for you to be on. So that's that's worked out well. There we go. Again, do you just want to plug your socials? Plug um plug your pod one more time. Go on, Slade. I'm about to say, do you, I'm, I'm going to plug my socials. Do you want to plug our podcast real quick? Let's do it that way. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Mm. Slade. Um, Archibald. Uh, so um, <laughs> you can find Archie and me and as well as Tim on the Game Club podcast. We are available on all good and some not so good providers uh, for podcasts. We run a fortnightly video game book club as well as uh two blokes from blighty and between two pods um you can also catch us on twitter at game club pod twitch at game club pod join our discord it's good fun over there and slade will do his socials sure i want to see if joey mocks me doing my socials 
You can find me at Slade Plays Games on Twitter and Twitch, Slade's Life on Instagram, and Slade Plays Games on any list. And do subscribe if you're not already to the podcast. And yeah, check out the Discord. I, I, I think the Discord so is great. I've, um, I'm really only just getting into Discord this year, really, um, the last few months because of yourselves and talking smack. Yes, that's a, it's a nice place to hang out and have a little more direct conversation. And, you know, the it's kind of like a modern day messaging board, you know. Yeah. You can have like all your little topics laid out. And it's a lot more useful, I think. And uh, the amount of times I've listened to something in one of your pods and gone straight on to Joey to talk about it, it's, it's great to be able to have that feedback. Um, but yeah, no, so, so like I said, follow them, subscribe to them. For me, you can get hold of me at castingviewspod at gmail.com and casting views across all socials. I'm just starting to say that now because as I keep joking, by the time this comes out, we've probably got another two new ones that have <laughs> cropped up that I've had to subscribe to and then don't use. Um, yeah. But just, just casting views. We'll see you soon for another season. But there, like I said, there's going to be a little mini series coming out to so keep your eyes on that or ears on that even. <laughs> Anything from the two of you before you go? Just say thanks for having us on, Dan. It's yeah, been thank a, you very much, Dan. This has been a, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Pleasure. And yeah, we'll see you next time. If I want your opinion, I will give it to you. Come on, check what we've got, cause you need it. Don't make us get.